Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Hanging Shavs podcast. I'm Matt Shaver. And I'm Mike Pavlik. And fall is here and summer is over. Apparently. So that is, today is the first day of fall when we're recording this. And the weather is already shit in Ohio. It did not skip a beat. Literally yesterday was like 75 and sunny. And then today hit and it has been cloudy and thunderstorming all day. So fun. Very fun. It's to be expected. Yeah. At least it works on time. At least you know that the uh the world is still working how it should be working. Yeah. Can't blame global warming on that. It's it's also global warming's cold. not affecting Ohio. Yeah, global war yep, global warming doesn't affect Ohio. Uh it is that bad that I missed the cold? No, I, I feel like you should very miss much. the cold. Yeah, if you've been living in heat for the past, you know, few years. I feel, yeah. I feel like I would start to miss the cold too, but but then like today it was cold enough where I went outside and I was like, "Oh, it's nippy. Fuck, here it comes." Right. It's very easy to like fall into the "Oh, I miss the cold" because you're it's kind of like a little bit like maybe when you like miss a relative or something like that and you're like, "Oh, man, I really miss them." You like yeah. kind of paint this picture that is idealistic and then you of talk what to the them. situation is and then you get into the situation and you're like, Fuck, like, that's right. This sucks. This is what that was like. Yep. And it's like the yeah. same amount of time. Like you're five seconds into a conversation with a relative and you're like, oh, oh, oh boy. And it's the same thing because you are you go outside for five seconds when it's cold and you're like, yeah, fuck this. What the hell am I doing? What was mm-hmm. I thinking? Yeah. Yeah. You get reminded that like you can't fucking do anything in the cold. It's like, oh, you want to do it? Like, okay, here comes the snot running out of your nose. Here comes cold hands. Right. Ears are going to get fucked. Like... Almost, you're either always going to have too much clothes on or not enough clothes on, and it's like impossible to prepare for. I mean, would you rather be always too hot or always too cold? We talk about this already. I don't think we have, but I'm choosing too hot. I think I can, I can handle too hot. I think I, I cannot handle too cold, dude. I, I lose it mentally. I fall apart. <laughs> I've had what a couple. Of like, I happened? feel like whenever I travel, <laughs> what happens? I just like turn into. I break down. I just like lose it. You like go I'm, I'm like Manchurian I'm scratching. candidate mode, like or like feral like ghoul survivor mode, where you're just like like Smeagol hopping around your house, like. Dude, I mean, not even that. I go into like full like fetal position mode. Like I'm just oh, like just grasping at, at somehow to be warmer. Right, you're like grasping at some method to find a warmer surface or a blanket or like clutch your knees to your chest to be able to create more body heat, like. I've had so many instances on all the surfaces that I've slept in and on over the years that like there's nothing worse than being on like a carpet or a hardwood floor and not having enough clothes on mm. and having the temperature be like an ice box. I, yeah. I can deal with like heat. You go ahead, you know, you get into your underwear or whatever, no blankets, you're there. It's fine. Sleeping not a big on deal. The floor, <laughs> butt ass yeah. naked. Yeah, no, that that makes sense. When you brought up blankets, though, it reminded me this past weekend, I, I slept uh, I slept at a friend's place, and I slept under a weighted blanket for the first time. Oh, and I know I we, like we, talk, we, we talked, talked about, about this, those for we? sure, yeah. but I, I'd, never, I'd never slept under one before. I did not and? like it, dude. I did not like it. I, I felt like I was trapped. I mm-hmm. felt like if something happened in the middle of the night and I needed to move or get out of there quickly or whatever, I would have been fucked. Like, I feel like I would have somehow tangled myself up in it and like a magician's assistant like would have gotten tangled up in the thing and just would have died so 
I was not a fan to say the least. And it made everything extremely hot. Like it just kind of pinned down. I had it. Here's the problem is I had it on top of another blanket that was on top of me. So it kind of pinned that blanket to my body and made it like a cocoon. Like I'd been tucked in, you know, people like your parents just like tuck you in or they tuck the covers under you. It used to be like, it felt like that, but the weighted blanket was tucking me in and it was not a good feeling. Did not enjoy it. It's like an it's like an involuntary tuck in, which I believe that term would be called strangulation. Yeah, I felt suffocation. like I felt like I was being strangled by it. Yeah, and I and it's I like, feel like if I would have accident, my head would have accidentally gone underneath it at some point, it, I would have died. Like it would have, you know, when you if someone like you know were to put a plastic bag over your head and you take a big breath and it fills in your mouth like <laughs> like I feel right like that happens weighted, all the time. I right, feel like the weighted blanket would have would have you know, been sucked into my mouth on an inhale and I would have died choked on the way to blanket. I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but I had a very traumatizing experience, very similar to what you just described. With the, it wasn't, with the weight of blanket. I was going to say, it wasn't with somebody putting a plastic, plastic bag over my head and mm. like not being able to breathe. Yeah, no, that's what never, wild... that's never happened to me either, but right. Exactly. That's, yeah, that's definitely not my sexual protocol at all. People no, love doing that during not. sex, though, apparently. The, I, well, that's what I was just thinking about. It's like, what? how do we get to the point where we think about doing that? Is that just like a torture thing? No, I mean, I think so. I think for some people, it's curious just a, minds. Yeah, I think it's just a fetish thing. I mean, I, I've, uh, I've seen videos. I've seen a video. It was the most random. I guess it was like an amateur porn video. And I was not expecting, I was just like, oh, okay, like this, That's this couple kind of hot. And this dude just took like a piece of saran wrap and just like held it over the chick's face. That's and yeah, no. And that's when that was the moment where I was like, oh, well, maybe on to the next video then. <laughs> maybe yeah, I know you just, you, you throw the phone across the room I was in that like, scenario. Maybe I'm, but I don't mean I have, I'm not going to fully knock it until I try it. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I, you know what? I don't really want saran wrap over my face, I guess. No, I, I can go through my life with never having that happen. I The only yeah. time that I had an experience similar to that is I was like a middle schooler and we were over at this girl's house and you know those pool covers that are <laughs> yeah, over go, pools that are like the plastic the covers? She had this super long pool and she had the pool cover over it and we were seeing if we could swim from one end of the pool to the other, to the other end of the pool. And naturally, I've never been a good swimmer my right. entire life. You only taught swimmers. I, <laughs> exactly right. But my ego is extremely large. So I thought that I would be able to get to the other end of the pool. So I start trying to get to the other end of the pool, realize how much more difficult it is when you're not treading water, but you're swimming underwater. You know what I mean? Trying right, to just like, yeah. go through and stop middle halfway, like run out of breath and then pop my head up trying to get air. But my head goes into the pool cover. So I go up thinking that there's going to be oh oxygen. And How long you was this your pool? Up, you only made it halfway? I don't know if this was just like fat time situation like being unathletic or maybe i was much younger than i thought that i was uh in this scenario but i thought i was actually like kind of older i don't know something went wrong where i was trying to go up for air and i go up and the whole thing and you just just breathed in the pool cover oh yeah but very weird feeling when you're trying to take in oxygen but you can't but you're also like not taking in water yeah like you're just taking in nothing you're you're, taking in pool cover yeah i i uh I think one of the worst ways to die would be to be trapped under ice, like thick ice, yes. like ice you couldn't punch through or break through. So like you, but you can, but still thin enough that you could see through it. And then you're just like, oh, fuck. Cause the water's going to be freezing too. So you're like taking gaspy breaths and then the ice is above you and you're like, oh, fuck me. 
Well, wait, are you still able to take breaths beneath? No, ice? no, but you like come up, you come up to it like you can, but then the water's touching the ice and you realize there's no space for air and then you die, basically. That wouldn't mm. be fun. It would stink. Basically. Would not be ideal. Yeah. Uh, yes, that would be very bad. Which is, I mean, it's pretty much just like drowning. Correct. Yeah, but there's just a layer of ice over over top of you. So yeah. So long story right. short, um, weighted blankets not for me. Mm, right. Um, I forgot how we got to that. The the stuff I saw in the video online, maybe. I mean, I don't know. You know, that's one of those. That's that's probably I'm gonna put that in the in the bucket of. Um, if I was in bed with a supermodel and they were like, hey, I want to try this thing that I would say yes to. If that was like a stipulation of, you know, having sex with a supermodel. But other than that, hmm. other than that, you know, in an average situation, I don't think I would be like, hey, let's get the saran wrap out and, um, you know, wrap my head around like it's uh, iceberg lettuce. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like it's a piece like of it's- iceberg lettuce. Like it's a piece of bakery, yeah. Bread. A piece I'm, of, they're trying to think of the of things bakery. that you saran wrap. I don't know. I'm, I can't even think about what you saran wrap. Like, a, dude, I've I've had some recent experiences with saran wrap. I really fucking hate that stuff. I don't know how mothers make it work, but I have not been able to make it worth work. First off, just trying to cut it off right the container is impossible. So there's the first failure. It's actually men proof. Like, yeah, they designed it so men actually did. can't rip it correctly. Well, it, it's they've done an incredibly good job of making it men proof. It must have gone through ten thousand hours of men failing at it to ensure. Oh that yeah, they it went through rigorous tests. I mean, uh, I, you know, I I feel like if I buy a roll of Saran wrap, the amount of it that I actually end up using is probably around twenty percent, and eighty oh. percent is probably thrown in the garbage in frustration after I balled up, going like, God damn it, fucking piece of, and ripped it the wrong way, you know. Exactly. If I'm even using 20%, usually 20% doesn't even get out of the container. Because usually I'm like, oh, I could use saran wrap for this. And then I try to mess with it a little bit and do your reaction. And then I'm like, fuck it. I'm just taking tinfoil. I'm just doing tinfoil. Tin I don't even care yeah. if it works. Yeah. I just always alternative to that. But whenever you try to go ahead, I they'll have like the extra, like extra sticky saran wrap. Like this shit sticks on anything. They just like took the Frank's Red Hot slogan. Yeah. And just used it for saran wrap. You can wrap this on anything. Yeah, there is the sticky it never, saran it never wrap. Sticks. I wonder if you could I wonder if in a pinch that sticky saran wrap could like work as a condom. What do you think? Oh, I'm I'm sure in a pinch, absolutely. I don't see why not. Do you remember do you remember one of our friends in high school saying he used like a Snickers wrapper as a condom? I remember it being a Ziploc bag. Was it a Ziploc bag? Yes, that is what I remember. Maybe being. Snickers was a Family Guy thing, but I, yeah, maybe you're There's right. There's no said, fucking way someone used a Snickers. I was going to say, and, that's... And even, if they, uh, even if they did, that's just not... It doesn't work. Can you imagine putting a Ziploc bag over your dick and then being like, all right, spread them. <laughs> I, dude, I, I think that's... I listened to a podcast earlier that kind of broke down. Uh, they looked at like PNG and how much... Like engineering and things like that goes into specific pro or products right. to work in a specific way. Fun podcast. Like condoms are definitely engineered to work in a specific way with specific materials right. and like specific things that go into that. But like the human mind is just like, oh, plastic. Yeah. There's plastic. There's plastic on my this yeah, should work. Plastic on my penis. Yes. Yes. It's like the sandwich baggie of Ziploc is thinking that it's going to be. You know, that just made me think of something. 
uh, I remember, I remember knowing some girls who, uh, I guess I should say women, girls is not appropriate here, who were allergic to latex. And so Mm -hmm. you had to use, what was it? Lambskin condoms? It was lambskin. Lambskin, which like, you know, in the heat of the moment, you know, they pop out a lambskin, a lambskin condom. You're like, yeah, yeah. Oh, you got it. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'll put it on for you know, a minute and then eventually take it off as is tradition. But yeah, let me put it on. And then <laughs> I, you know, in, in retrospect, that's kind of fucking gross. I mean, I, so you're telling me that at some point they skinned a lamb and, and now it's, <laughs> now I'm wearing it, a dead lamb on my penis. So I don't knock somebody up because I'm... they have a latex allergy, a latex allergy. Mm. Does that I not mean, that might just a be a little fucking mental taboo. Well, I suppose. I mean, you, I, I'm kind of trying to think about like what other things are made out of, and if there's like right, else like leather. Like, but leather is le- oh, we like, need an alternative. I'm not putting leather on my penis, you know. That's true. Most well, things well, that I mean, touch my latex most things that is... touch your penis or vagina are cotton, polyester, or like yeah, uh, yeah, cotton, cotton oh. or polyester. But, ah, you're an underwear wearer. I see. Gotcha. Noted. Okay. Yeah. No, not denim. It's I don't. Good that we've at least got fifty percent of this podcast. Like yeah, I don't. I'm not free balling uh, jean shorts. Mm-hmm. Damn right. So I like the rough. I I don't know. It, it's very. Uh, it's very. It's a very strange thing that at some point humans were like, "Damn, this like I feel like this was again another caveman invention where they're like, dang, ooga booga." She Ooga Booga keeps getting knocked up with little Ooga Boogas. And then the other guy's like, Well, oh. rich Ooga, why didn't you why don't you try wrapping your penis in this? <laughs> I got a couple de- dead sheep intestines. Have you tried putting your penis in one of those and tying it at the end? And um <laughs> You're just applying your you're applying the invention of condoms to Neanderthals. That's <laughs> which is there's there's so many things wrong with that. Yeah, they definitely weren't worried about safe sex. No, it's like probably they something no that was clue. invented in like the nineteen seventies. True. Yeah, it was probably it was definitely made by a dude that was just like, I can't afford all these kids. Or maybe he was I was gonna say maybe he was fucking a lamb and that somehow he was like, "Huh, you I know think what? You're too hung up. You're too hung up on the lambskin aspect. It's it's you're a, overlooking the latex. It, I aspect. think you're underlooking it. Is it not strange to you that someone was like, okay, you know what? Let's put a dead lambskin on our penis so my wife doesn't get pregnant. Well, I feel like you're thinking that you're going straight from the butcher shop, killing the lamb, yes. skinning it, and then just slapping the bloody skin right on. I your mean, here's penis. a question for you: Do you have any idea how lambskin condoms are made? No. So, but are, I would can imagine you confidently that tell me a... that they're not just killing a lamb and cleaning up its skin a little bit and then turning it into a condom. Don't you feel like you would notice that on? the make of the condom that you're like, wow, this is just dead lambskin. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm in the moment. The condom could be made out of fucking barbed wire and I wouldn't fucking notice half the time until I put it on. That's the thing is like, if it's dark out, you're in a pinch, you're like, oh, I just got to get this condom out. Like you're trying to, you know, in the heat of the moment, dude, who knows? The thing could, the thing could be fucking like 
red, white, and blue with stars on it when I would have no idea half the time. I would just be like, all right, got to get this thing on. It yeah. could have the lamb's, like, paw, like, it has the, it could have pictures of the lamb's face on it, and I wouldn't even fucking know half the time. I'm not out there examining it. I'm just worried, I'm just worried what it could actually be made of. I don't, I don't know. That's fair. Maybe I should just buy some and just look at, just to look at. <laughs> I would say that maybe you're, you're a strict lambskin guy now. You're not even allergic to latex, but you're just strictly lambskin. I'm, I'm a strict, uh, sticky, uh, saran wrap guy now, actually. That's oh, that's too. right. You're a strict Mars candy bar guy. Yeah, yeah. Who, who's like who's mid- out there getting Mars bars? Do they even make Mars bars anymore? I'm sure they do, but I Mars is like an overarching candy company. It's not just Mars right, bars, right? But you know, there's someone out there that's getting Mars bars. Like One, that's their that's their yes, go to candy bar. Absolutely, I've heard enough psychopathic candy bar answers that isn't Mars bars like marshmallows. Dude, Marshmallow? literally, the, I don't even know. That's how psychotic of an answer that would be to that question of like, well, what are your top three candy bars? If someone has Mars bar in their top three, that's an immediate, that's not even a red flag. That's a deal breaker. You got to be like, I have another one that I can think of. Hey, buddy. No, I can't. Uh, I can't fuck with you. You know what? It's kind of just a Three Musketeers. Is it really? It's caramel and nougat. Also, can you spell nougat? Spell nougat. Uh, is it N-O-U-G-A-T? Congratulations, you just won the National Scripts. Is it actually, is that how you spell it? That is actually how you spell it, and I'm very surprised that you got it. Well, how does it, I mean, I feel like that's just a sounded out type of word, nougat. Yeah. What would you have guessed? (laughs) N-O-O-G-E-T? No, I would have guessed N O U G A T. Obviously, nougat. that's what I would have guessed. Yeah, the use, well, the use a little sneaky there. What the fuck is nougat? Uh, what the fuck? See, that's another. That's one of those shady things that, like, that that was invented so long ago. Shit. That could be ground up lamb, and I wouldn't fucking know. It could be like I would hope like that it would be that. lamb. What the that fuck? That would be is the nougat? sixty minutes breaking news where just no one's asked the hard hitting question of what nougat is after 200 years, years of it being yeah. candy bars. And it's finally uncovered that it's ground up lamb. I mean, at this point it'd be too late. People would just be like, fuck it. It tastes good. But I mean, it could be fucking, yeah, it could be like dead frog eggs and no one would have any idea. They're just like, it's nougat. That was the thing is like the turn of the century industrial revolution, even into the 20th century, they would just invent a new thing. And then they just called it. It was all marketing terms. They're like, it's nougat, bitch. Don't ask what it is. is that what they, don't ask is that what, what they it is, say? bitch. It's nougat. <laughs> Fuck you. That is You'll pretty true. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Speaking of dead lamb, I know I asked this on my Instagram the other day, but I, I thought maybe you'd have an answer for it. Uh, do you have any idea how roadkill gets to the side of the road? This isn't an old-fashioned joke either. This is a serious question. Mm, I remember seeing this. On, yeah, okay. Do you have any idea? So, like, my problem is if you hit the animal with your car, unless it's completely flattened, you know, you see, like, the whole squirrel's laid out in, like, a, you know, very far side-esque comedic way. Yes. Where it's like, oh, every internal organ was squeezed out of this thing because the tire hit it directly. But, like, nine times out of ten, the animal just got, like, clipped, but it suffered enough trauma where it, it eventually dies or whatever. And nine times out of ten, they're always on the side of the road. So I'm like, 
do I'm wondering, do animals have like an instinct now that is like, oh, if I get hit by the car, if I get hit by the fast moving chug chug machine, I need to crawl my way to the side of the road so my corpse doesn't get desecrated. Or do like do people move them to the sides of the road? Is there like a a bulldozer for roadkill that comes down the highway every few minutes? Like how the f- what, people what do people definitely think? don't move them to the side of the road, but I I'm almost positive and can confirm that there is a the transportation arm of the state comes through and cleans up cleans up the roadkill from the side of the road so it doesn't accumulate. Right, they pick it up, but like how does how do they always end up on the side of the road? It's it's, it's like a very polite thing to do. Well, it could be how the cars hit them and maybe their momentum. I feel like momentum them... would be, you know, raccoons walking across the street, you hit the thing and it just goes sailing 40 feet forward. But like every time without fail it's it's dead on the side of the road. Is this a conspiracy? See... How are there like bumpers? Like is there are there like little those little wings in pinball that like hit roadkill to the side? I don't Oh, that would be that's a good theory. I like to think that roadkill is animals are polite and they're like, I don't want to be a bother. And so when they get, you know, their brain smashed in by a truck, their last few thoughts are like, well, let me mosey on down to the outside the white line so Matt's Honda doesn't get more blood on the tires. <laughs> That's what I like to think is going through their head in their last couple moments. I feel like the uh, yards after contact for roadkill animals is not good. To put it in football terms, I'm thinking that they they die on contact quite a bit. Right, I don't so think maybe that they're dragging any defenders. But here's the thing: like chickens run around with their heads cut off, you know. Yeah, but you can't just apply one. So animal I'm applying to... that to every animal that's ever been hit by a car. It's like, oh, I'm dead, but. My central nervous system knows, yeah, that I got killed on a road, so I'm going to go die on the side of the road. Can you imagine if that same thing applied to humans? That would be pretty funny. Like, you you hit someone with your car, and they're dead, but they they just, like, walk over to the sidewalk. They walk over the nearest sidewalk and then collapse. So they're still able to walk. Yeah, they're, like, for all intents and purposes, they're completely dead. But they just walk over to ah. the sidewalk before collapsing. I see. That's basically what I, I'm assuming animals do. Well, what would the reason be that they would... I'm trying to think of it from some kind of a graveyard perspective, but I still can't even imagine. Maybe that's how you get your spirit to... The animal spirit to lift to the kingdom. other side. You have right. to you have to die in a certain area, and maybe their holy area is the side of the road. Any animal... Oh, or you know what? What if other animals come and they drag them off the road? like? Like, uh, you know, a war movie where they're dragging the wounded guy back behind the cover. <laughs> what if, like, a squirrel gets hit and there's, like, four squirrels that get out there and they're like, somebody get this guy! No, no squirrel left behind! And they just drag, like, drag the squirrel corpse to the side of the road before fleeing themselves. Um, I really hope that's the case because I think <laughs> animal animal hospitals run by animals would be incredible. That would be fun. If it, if you could have any animal as your doctor, what kind of animal would you want as your doctor? Shit. I feel like um. I feel like a bird, a bird would be pretty good. Like a hummingbird, I feel like they're pretty precise. 
for surgical purposes, maybe that's more of a surgical tool than a doctor. Ooh, what, I would ima- say a hummingbird. Now I'm imagining would be getting my ears cleaned by a hummingbird. <laughs> mm. What do you imagine? I, that is like, not what I was going to jump to at first from uh, an, a surgical standpoint. But I mean, it's pretty much, you know, how like intuitive surgical has their Da Vinci machine that can like go in right. and do a grape surgery. Yeah, can do all the surgeries underneath the sun, which is actually pretty crazy from that perspective, too, because there's something like an absurd amount of soft tissue tissue surgeries that it still can't do. But that's pretty much what the hummingbird would be. It would pretty much be a Da Vinci machine for the animals and would go in and repair what it would need to repair or even like a Westworld situation where it would be a hummingbird building. Oh, I was I was literally just picturing a hummingbird sticking its long tongue in my ear to like clean out earwax. Mm. But that sounds a little more. Now I'm now I'm trying to picture what other animals could we use as surgical tools. Like instead of a scalpel, what animal would you use? What's got like a sharp thing, like a a, a shark's tooth? Like if this was mm. a if this was a, a full animal hospital, owned and operated by animals, and everything in there is animal. The doctor. I, for some reason, I keep picturing like a gazelle standing on two legs as the doctor. It does that doesn't make any sense. Mm, it's better. It's better than a hummingbird. Maybe a bear. Maybe a bear, because then he could just use his claw as a scalpel. And so a bear he, would probably be pretty spot on too, because I feel like doctors are usually overweight. Yeah. Which is such a backwards thing. Yeah. I can. But can't I you like picture a bear with overweight. one of those like circular reflective things on his foreheads that old timey doctors used to wear? Yes. And he's got one of those on. He's got the little surgical cap on. He just makes an incision with his claw. And then to keep the blood mm, from pooling go. inside you, they have they have like an anteater that's constantly sucking up the fluid so that there you go. it doesn't yep. pool. So that would be the other tool. And then he goes in with like the yeah, the beak of the beak of maybe a hummingbird or something even smaller to make make the big incisions and then to stitch things up. Maybe they use, um, oh, a spider, like a spider yep. uh, spider web. Uh-huh. Spider stitches it together with its web. If you need, like, uh, if it needs uh, staples, I'm thinking a little bit giving animals special abilities. But you could have a, a snake, but their teeth are left behind in the wound. Oh, so they, like bite, they bite it to close the wound, and then new teeth are regenerated inside of its mouth. <laughs> Yeah, that's a little. We'd have to breed a new type of snake for that. But that yeah, yeah, work. we're we're bringing in some Darwinism there. But I, you know, I thought we're giving animals human characteristics and giving them the assumption that they're operating a hospital. So I thought we could, you know, maybe cut a little bit. Of yeah, cameras. yeah, sure. Yeah, we've got the staple gun uh, sp- uh, snake. We can we can roll with that. And then mm-hmm. um, the spider was a good. That was a good idea. Cauter- how do you? How would you cauterize a wound? Uh, what would make like fire? Are there any animals that can breathe fire? No, that would be called a dragon. Never mind. You, that would be a dragon, and those are unconfirmed mythical creatures. But do you think dragons existed? There's a question for you. I think the simple answer is there's no fucking way. Um, if you look at it from a geo- geological perspective, uh, no, noted that they did not. But I mean, there were definitely flying dinosaurs, and I just think they didn't. The, the the my biggest the, like to to qualify for a dragon in my book you have to breathe fire that's like the one 
That's the one thing. And that's just literally impossible. So, yes, I don't think dragons yes, existed, but it would be pretty cool if they did. Like, what if somewhere in England, they eventually just excavated like a massive fucking dragon in a pile of like 400 human bones. And they were just like, holy shit. Wait, what? Human? Oh, yeah. Oh, like I sitting on a pile. Okay. Like, could you imagine if like 20 years from now, they just excavated something that made fairy tales literally like be true? Like they were like, um, yeah, you're never, you're never going to believe this, but we just, um, we found a bloody dragon. And I'm waiting for that like, moment. Yeah. Everyone would be like, wow. Well, um, that doesn't really change anything at all. You know what I'm pissed about? I, if they could bring like a dragon back, that'd be cool. But they, they've been talking since I was like in sixth grade about bringing back a woolly mammoth and they yep, still they have not news. brought back a woolly mammoth. Did you see that in the news recently, though? No, it was in the news again. Oh, yeah. Some uh, group of scientists, I don't know, Oxford maybe, uh, received this like huge funding grant to be able to bring it back. And apparently, I mean, they were really? basically already crowning that they brought it back. They were like, oh, we've got this money and it's yeah. finally going to be able to be done. They've had everything for like they've had the entire genome sequence. They had cells from like perfectly frozen and preserved mammoths. They said they could implant it into an elephant embryo, and then they were just like, well, what are the ethics behind this? And I was like, listen, listen, China's already making superhumans, so you guys can bring a fucking mammoth back to life, okay? It's not like it's not going to change the world. They're going to yeah. make one of them. They're going to put them in a zoo, and you're going to have to pay like 50 euros in Norway to go look at it or some shit. That's what's going to happen. But it'll be sick. I mean, I would, I would fly, I would fly halfway across the world to go see a mammoth. Yes, I mean, you can't really reintegrate that into the wild, can you? No, that's I mean, gotta be a yeah. I mean, could you imagine they just Russia was just like, uh, yes, we are going to start releasing mammoth population in Siberia, and they will, and then their prison guards are just like riding mammoths around their their death camps out there. That's exactly what I want to happen. They just have rocket launchers mounted on the side of woolly mammoths. <laughs> you know who's gonna? You know who's gonna be the t- like the first picture of someone on a mammoth is gonna be Vladimir Putin. Like that's of course that goes without shirtless. saying. Yes. Yeah. But then again, like I mean, I would be scared of that flex. That that's a scary flex. Oh, for sure. To be like, not only is the Russian president, you know, naked from the the waist up and riding an animal, right. But he's riding an animal that went extinct, you know, millions and millions of years ago. Yes, which somehow shows world supremacy. Yes, yes this is how However much better I am than stinky Americans. I can ride woolly mammoth, and I also paid Ray Romano 55 cruples to come do his voice while I ride around on it. <laughs> to narrate me riding yeah. the woolly mammoth. Yeah. Uh, what's he sound? What's Ray he Romano does... sound? He's like, oh, Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin's the best. I'm so glad he's just following behind the mammoth, like with the loudspeaker. <laughs> Vladimir Putin is my is the best president. I'm so glad he fucking <laughs> can't even do his fucking voice. It was a little muppety, but I yeah. I uh, I heard the uh, oh, the Ray Romano voice underneath the weighted blanket of the Muppet voice. Yeah, it's too. It's he's he borderline Kermit the Frog. Which is hard. Yes. It's hard to distinguish between them sometimes. Every time I try doing a Biden, too, I end up doing a George W. Bush. They're actually, yep, they're pretty yep. close together, from in my opinion. But 
But yeah, I hope they bring the mammoths back. I mean, we already talked about dodo birds before. I wish they brought dodo birds mm-hmm. and, and carrier or passenger pigeons back. That would be cool. Um, oh, I feel like passenger pigeons isn't that... That's not too much to ask. Yeah, I know, but apparently... Isn't a, that just pigeons? A, a, apparently, it's a, it was a special type of pigeon that we just killed. Up. We killed them all out completely. I think we should be asking right. the opposite question. I, should be, I think we should be asking, what sort of animals are we, like, can we get rid of? Are we good on? Ah. Oh, fucking deer. Oh, Easy. yeah. First one to go. Deer are fucking gone. Oh, we could... Yeah, I mean, would anyone care? Only the weirdos who love hunting deer would care, right? But then, I mean... There's so many deer they could spend that these people could spend the rest of their lives hunting them and you know that would they'd be fine but they'll find something else to hunt. There's always Have them hunt each other. Pigs, dude. Aren't there feral pigs in pa- in Texas that like kill people? Yes. Yes. Don't hunt pigs. Uh, they, yeah, I, I think that well oh they do. Oh, let me tell you. Dude, you can get into a fucking helicopter out here with like an with an Uzi submachine gun like Gatling gun, dude. I'm not even fucking. It's like you a can mounted have a, machine gun and just I'm, kill 400 pigs. I am not even kidding you. You go ahead. You pay. It's not even that expensive. They put you in a helicopter. They give you like submachine guns, like <laughs> literally mounted mounted machine guns, and you just fly around looking for these pigs and you just, just mow them down, obliterate them. You know, that's dude, uh, actually yeah. I did hear about that because that's what they said they're going to start doing with doctors who who uh, perform abortions. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. They're going to release them into like Midland, Texas and you're just going to be able to go up in a helicopter and shoot them with a machine gun. Oh my god. That is <laughs> Oh fuck. <laughs> That's Texas, baby. That's what we do That's down Texas. Here. Yeah. Yep. Um hook them. What else? Yeah, deer fuck the deer. We can get rid of deer. Um how about jellyfish? There's many ro- Oh, I don't. Jelly don't jellyfish, jellyfish look kind of cool, but he, but he, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Nine out of ten people's interactions with jellyfish are like stepping on them at the beach, and then you get stung. Yes. You got to piss on your own foot, and people start going, "What are you doing?" And you go, "I I got stung by a jellyfish. I swear, I just don't like this." And they're like, "Oh, okay, yeah, and I heard that say, works." And then six months later, you're at home and you're still peeing on your foot, and people are like, "What? Wait, what are you doing?" And you're like, "I I, uh, I swear, it's." It, it, it feels good, but it, my jellyfish thing never went away. And they're like, that was six months ago. That's impossible. And you're like, um, I, this is Biden's fault. There we go. Yeah. What, what you want to keep jellyfish? What do you think? I would like to, the aesthetic viewership of jellyfish is too high for me to put a, put a, put a, um, put a plastic bag. You ever see a plastic bag floating in the, in the ocean? It's, no, it's majestic. I, that actually breaks my heart. It breaks my heart when I know what it actually is. It looks like a, it, lo- it looks a lot like a jellyfish. Believe it or not, you know what we could you know what we could replace uh, jellyfish with. You remember those plastic toy army men that came with parachutes? Mm-hmm. The, we could use those instead. Where's the? I need it to glow. Make it. Glow. Yeah, we could make it glow in the dark. That's easy. That's easy. Okay. Okay. We could do that. And then we're just going to release that into our oceans. We'll just drop millions yeah, we'll, of amounts. We'll parachute 50 million of them into the Pacific Ocean. And those will become the new the new swarms of jellyfish. I think that works. All right, let's okay, see. Okay, let's do it. Let's see. Can you, th- can you think of any other animal that we could kill and be fine without? <sighs> I know they matter to the... Mice seems like... Ecosystem. Yeah, I was thinking mice or rats. Uh, from an insect perspective, mm. I, man, I really hate flies. 
Oh yeah, flies flies suck. Yeah, but I think they are flies are I think like you said, they are like they do they are crucial for something. Yeah. They uh-huh. feed uh cicadas, cicadas, I, I could I'd be down to completely eradicate all of them. Big time. Uh, that's such a hot that's such a hot topic. Cicadas don't bother me. People They're like lost gross, their mind dude. about the cicadas coming up. I'm so the last cicada boom my family was like camping somewhere in Ohio or something yeah, like you guys that. Were and they were like them, right? all around us. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's how we got to be so big and strong <laughs> and deformed. Yeah. I, you guys actually speak cicada, the Pavlix, right? Yeah, we do. That's our natural tongue. I've been over to your house. That's before. how we communicate at the dinner table. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Could you imagine? It's like you meet the parents of your girlfriend. You show up <laughs> and they're just... <laughs> Starts cicada talking at the dinner table. Oh, hi, Matt. Uh, nice to meet you. Uh, we heard uh, that you've known our daughter for uh, about six months now. That's great. <laughs> it's only their names that are in cicada. Yeah, yeah. And this is You didn't realize it's like her Her name that she had was like Judy. Yeah, you're like, oh, I thought going. it was just re. I thought you just spelled it re. I didn't realize it was pronounced yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize you had to roll the tongue there. Yeah, yeah, it must be a foreign thing. Um, okay, well, ah, oh, man, can you, ma- can you imagine if your spouse shed? They just like woke up one morning and oh, they like just molted. had to like they were still a human. Yeah, they were still a human. Oh god! But they just like they had to get out of their like casing. Pretty oh much. god! Like, shed their old say, casing like, and then they're fine. They're in a new casing. All over the place, and so do hairy guys. But yeah, molting yeah. And if, dude. If I get a oof. oof. Can you imagine if like yeah. if they Okay, okay, here's here's a question. <laughs> it's your dream woman. Your dream woman will marry you. Okay. <laughs> but once a month <laughs> she molts and eats the eats the molt. <laughs> I mean Honestly, the first thing that comes to my mind is like I I actually don't have a problem with that. I think I can handle it. I really think I can handle it. First of all, it's pretty effective. Cicada. There's no, there's exactly there's there's nothing left behind. She's recycling it, right. so that's uh, there's no mess. Right. Uh, I guess kind of my biggest concern is that's going to be very time consuming because it's probably going to be quite a right. Large like mold. it takes her twelve hours, like in your living room, Fuck. eating her molds. I that would suck. <laughs> is she like full for a long period of She's time? She's like after? just Not breaking like pieces off of it and eating it like it's um, like it's like uh, like, like an Easter bunny bread. Like it's stale I imagine bread. like how you eat like a chocolate. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like gnawing at yeah. it. Oh god. And it's like it's crunchy and loud and like flakes when you bite into it. Like it's it's like kind of like pork rinds. It's like pork It'd be very rind pork mixed rind-y. with like the flakiness of baklava. Oh, I uh, I saw the other day that it's a uh, baklava is how you say what? it. I believe if I get that wrong, what? our Greek friends are going to crucify us. But I don't think that they listen to baklava? it. I thought that I saw that it's actually baklava is, and it's not baklava. It's all about like the enunciation. Are you? Is this like my gyro moment where you know people realize it's not it's euro and not gyro? Baklava. I guess, dude. But I, just I hope, don't. I, hope I don't wrong. know if I'm buying that. I don't know. I thought it was. I mean, you know better than to buy it, but I. I Thought that I saw that it was actually pronounced baklava. Ah, and you're supposed to like enunciate the ba and kind of let the isn't baklava slide by. isn't baklava like an instrument? Isn't that something different? Oh fuck! Wow, look at you and your big brain. Isn't it? Well, hold on, hold on. Here we go. 
I think it is an instrument. Baklava. I'm on Google. Baklava pronunciation. Let's see what Google says. No, dude, it's baklava. Well, baklava is an instrument. Holy shit! Is it really? Have you seen what a baklava looks like? Does it? This is a fucking joke. Does it look like this a, is a joke. kangaroo? What's it look like? Dude, it looks like somebody took a regular guitar oh, made it and tiny? then gave it. No, gave it to like an Italian pizza master <laughs> that throw threw it up in the air and expanded <laughs> so it into pizza size. It's very wide. Okay. Unless I, you should see this guy. He's dressed as a matador. Oh, oh never I mind. found this picture. I don't know what he's got. Dude, yeah, this Dude, is the this most. Guy's, oh, that's like, is that Jeffrey Epstein photo? I think that's literally Jeffrey yeah, Epstein. Yeah, this is I don't a photoshopped image. Photo. I think a baklava is like a, it's like a weird oval, teardrop shaped guitar, it looks like. Yes, that is correct. It's actually pretty cool looking. But no, but it, also it's got a lot. It's got a lot going on. So you're, uh, it's pronounced baklava, according to Google. The actual, the actual shit. shit. Okay. So I don't know who told well, you it's pronounced baklava, but yeah, I wouldn't listen. To that's that. what like over over forty seven in this podcast. Yeah, of I mean, what at this, I it's think kind of, I, I haven't gotten a single thing right yet. Just we talked. For we talked about a recurring segment having a recurring segment on the show, and I think. So far, the only actual recurring segment has been you mispronouncing one thing a show, which is good. Yeah, we need the, the segment, consistency. The segment is Mike thinks something is one way. He's wrong. <laughs> it's the other way. Okay, so that's what the segment's you're called. Gonna, your final answer, you're going to go, yes, woman of your dreams, but she has to molt and eat her entire molt once every 30 days. Yes, you say yes to. Do that. other people know that? Do other people know that she does this, or is this like our little dirty secret? Um, let's say for the first like two years of the relationship, it's a secret, and then someone finds out about it, and everyone knows. That'd probably <laughs> be a pretty traumatizing secret to get out. Yeah, I'd say so. I'm still saying yes. I'm okay. still going with it. I'm I'm riding with it. Yep, I can get over it. I can deal with it. Okay. Now, what if let does this change your answer? All then we can move on. What if you had to break off the pieces and feed it to her? Like, what if she was in like a pupil state where she couldn't touch anything hard for that 12 hours? So in order to get out of that state, you had to break the mold apart and feed it to her. It's like she's in like a feeding coma. Yeah, she's just very soft. So like she doesn't have the strength to crack off a piece of the mold and feed it to her. So you have to feed it to her. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like kind of like what, like a crab or something? Like it doesn't have a shell or yes yeah oh. yeah yeah she doesn't See, have that to would be, be like the... light pink but she's basically in yeah. like a pupil state yeah oh man see i and not that i would have any problem taking care of my significant other but i think that's taking it very next level that's very far you're feeding your i don't know if i could be feeding my spouse like that yeah feeding knowing... feeding her her own molted <sighs> shell <laughs> god jesus christ <laughs> I think um, I, that might take it too far. I think maybe at that point I would give up. I would just no. be like, it's not yeah. worth it. I don't yeah. need this. Yeah. Okay. I think that's, that's where fair. I would throw in the towel. I think that's fair. I'd probably agree with both of your answers on that, if we're being honest. I also, I, I don't know if I could deal with, uh, what did you call it? The phase when you've shed that and you're soft and uh, like she a, wouldn't be I called be it like a pupil stage, but I don't think that's Pupil, correct. yeah. I That might be the biggest thing that I wouldn't be able to take. It just because I'm thinking that she's like just like spongy. Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's like moist. it's like you know how you get wet. Yeah, you know how you yeah. like, take a shower for too long, or mm-hmm. you're in the pool for too long, and you mm-hmm. start your fingers get that way. I'm just imagining the entire body being yeah. like that. And Not I'm so going much pruned, but kind of like um, 
there's like almost a, la- a layer of like a little bit of slime on her and it's like a soft, soft shell crab yeah like yeah. a soft shell lobster mm-hmm. like oh mm-hmm. dude even feeling those things like oh gross They're i'll gross. do it but in my head i'm like dude this is snotty Snotty's a good term Ugh. to use for it yeah snotty that would be oh, gross so. now i'm imagining she's also got like a layer of ooze all over her yeah maybe a thin layer of film or something like that that's kind of like cold and damp yeah i'm literally gonna barf on my microphone yeah we can move on um i have a question for you i want to want to hear how you think it works much like roadkill how Mm. uh how does the how does the mail get delivered this is a question this is something i don't really understand because i've seen people's handwriting and it's terrible so it is not good how like 50 people could write the same address and it would look 50 different ways and half of them might not even be legible. So how how does the how does the post office know where any letter is going ever? It seems insane to me that like they can just do they just have like is I, I so here's here's what I picture. I picture there's like a machine that can pick up the zip code and that's then sorts it by like okay, this is local mail, this is state in-state oh. mail and then this is out-of-state mail based on the zip code. And then from there it goes and gets sorted by what I can only describe as like Geppetto, the dude who made Pinocchio, mm. <laughs> who's like in a room and he's 95 years old and he can read every type of handwriting ever written somehow. Is like he, is he skill. wearing the Geppetto glasses? Yes, absolutely. And that's okay, a necessity. That's, good. that's basically Boring the only ones. thing he's wearing. Yeah. Right. I was going to say, you got to be rocking the Geppetto glasses. But I... But that's and, and so I just picture like every state has like ten thousand of the old Geppetto men that just read letters and they're they just put them into like old wicker baskets and that's how the letter that's how the letters get sorted. What do you think? I think that's probably a, a pretty likely scenario. I liked how that was starting until you hit the Geppetto moment and then I think it got away from us a little bit. I, I, mean, I would could imagine there that- really be a machine that can read all of all all the addresses people write and figure out correctly what they are. I mean, I guess. I mean, I would knowing With knowing the reliability of machines. Well, let's also think about the budget of USPS. I don't know if right. USPS that's what I'm thinking. Like, I think they're still like they still have fireplaces in their building. I don't even think they have electricity at half of them. That's why I'm like, well, do they do they really have machines doing this? I'm guessing it's just, yeah, I, this is strengthening your Geppetto theory. Right, because the, like, the post office doesn't know what the fuck's going on ever. And no, they never have their shit together. I, yeah, so I, I mean, I'd like to believe that they have, have it figured out. Like Amazon, Amazon, it's all machines, but, and it's all printed out addresses. But for USPS, I mean, I, I, literally, I, mean, I, literally, I literally don't know what else it could be. It either has to be thousands and thousands of old men and women that like read that that know what handwriting looks like because because old people still write in cursive dude dude i am so embarrassed by my handwriting when i see an old person's handwriting and they'll let you know about it too they'll be like yeah penmanship like that's what's wrong with america there's no penmanship yeah well here's anywhere. the thing that's all they used to be able to do was write like that was their f- fun afternoon activity was writing a letter and they were harshly abused if you could not like write well. If you could right. not write and write pretty, you were like fingers were slowly cut right. off. Right. Well, that was like a major mode of communication. Like imagine you've lived in Texas for five years or whatever, and your only mode Fuck. of communicating with your mom was through the mail. She'd she'd berate the shit out of you if you sent her 
you know, you send her a five-page letter and she can't read any of it. She'd probably write back being like, Michael, what the fuck? Literally, I couldn't read a word of what you wrote. Now we, you know, no one gives a shit. No one writes cursive anymore because we don't need, like, no one cares. That's very true. That is probably one of the things that have died, has died in the age of technological advancement is like writing and penmanship. Yeah, I mean, just... I wouldn't be surprised if half the half of Gen Z, like the only cursive they ever see is when they're like picking a font for their caption on their TikTok video. And they're like, <sighs> yeah. they're like oh, this one, ooh, this one looks kind of cool. What's this one called? And it's just, it's just cursive. And they're like, oh, this is, this is a cute little letter style. They don't realize that every person in the world used to write like that. They're just like, this is cool. Did TikTok invent this font? <laughs> yeah, man. TikTok did it again. Damn. They invented the coolest font ever. Geniuses. So I don't know if anyone here has any idea how the post office works. Uh, maybe I don't want to know. Maybe I want it to remain magical to me. Maybe I want to always think that there's old men and women sorting the sorting our mail. I mean, yeah, maybe it is. Maybe the post office is the original Pandora's box and you just... You shouldn't know. Yeah, I agree with that. All right. Um, uh, did you have anything prepared for the recurring segment, Almost Always Scary, in which oh, we uh, elaborate on things that are almost always scary, but sometimes are not scary? I had one idea, and I don't know if it's actually accurate. Ah. <laughs> uh. I don't even know if I should say it, but I, because it's not almost always scary, but depending on, it could almost always be scary. Pregnancy is almost, oh, kind of always scary. Yeah, I mean, it, kind of. Well, here's pregnancy is always scary, right? True. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I we clearly have a lot of experiences, so so we know best. But I feel like no one gets pregnant. Maybe going into labor is always scary. I feel like a lot of people get knocked up and they're like, and they don't think about like, it's not actually scary until they're like, Oh Jesus Christ. It's coming out of me. Holy shit. Oh fuck. You know, Mm -hmm. is that, are you going to, what was that going to elaborate at all? Well, well, could you, what, what was that that you said before? All I, I got the coming out of you part. Yeah. When you like, I think being in labor is always scary. But maybe being pregnant is, yes. is, isn't always scary, unless it's your first pregnancy. Yeah. I, I don't know. See, the more we have discussions around this stuff, the less I understand the, <laughs> the prompt of the segment itself. <laughs> well, th- this is a very trial and, ag- trial and error prompt maybe, segment. Maybe it should just it was, be it called was... Stuff That Scares Us. Okay, that could work. Cause it's, are you, I mean, it sounds like you are scared of pregnancy or you, well, I mean, naturally I don't, I, I was literally, I think I was getting into bed and this somehow popped in my head. I can't, I was somewhere around my bed and I thought of this thought and mm. it, I, I think I knew that it didn't work, but this was the only thing the entire week that I thought about that would be a candidate and I probably shouldn't even have mentioned it, but okay. I have, I have one. Um, that just popped in my head. When your when your pee is is a different color than it should be, that's almost always scary. Is that mm. it? is that it? And like the one instance it would not be is like if you ate food that you knew would like affect the color of your pee, then you're like, oh, or you took some mm. kind of medication, then you're like, oh, okay, 
I'm not dying from the inside. It's just, you know, the beats I ate or the medication I took. Mm-hmm. But nine times out of 10, if you pee and it's like purple, you're like, what the fuck? I'm dead. How many times? Whoa, your pee color, like dramatically colors or changes colors? I've had pee in every color I, my, of the visible spectrum. Roy, that would be bed. awesome if that would be like a, a kept secret that you actually have I rotating have multicolored colors of your pee. Yeah, depending on my mood, I piss different colors. <laughs> Can you imagine that being a secret and you forget to flush the toilet and then <laughs> someone your goes body in comes in like, after you and it's just like, what the fuck? Why is green? this purple? Yeah, bright purple pee, and you're just like, um, oh, must be the toilet bowl cleaner in the. And they're like, this is a urinal. And you're like, ah, uh, must must have been the grapes. Must I be ate. the urinal cake. Yeah, must be the urinal. There's like, there is no urinal cake. Ah, uh, must I must have dropped some tums in it. They're like what? Ah, uh, that would actually be a cool. That would be a, a cool party trick, though. If someone's like, yo, Chaver, you Chaver, pants down in the middle of the party? Chaver, what color are you pissing today? And you're like, uh, I'll piss in bright yellow. And they're like, no way, dude, prove it. And you just like grab a solo cup, turn around, piss a little bit into the cup. Actually, I guess bright yellow is the Why worst. Why even turn I around the worst at that color. point? I was, <laughs> I was purple, just about to say bright purple. yellow. You mean just like your piss? Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? The color like, of your piss? Like, oh, that's not that cool. That's the same as everybody else's. You, well, you're, you're friends with a dude and you only like you convince him that you piss different colors. But then every time he asks you to prove it, he's like, what color is your piss today? And you just it's like bright yellow and you piss it out and just show it to him. And he's like, whoa. And then. <laughs> every other time it happens you're just at your house you're not friends with that kid you're just at your house like putting food coloring in the toilet and you're just snapping him like yo david look pert's purple today and he's like losing his mind like what the fuck dude but then like you know how some kids when they would have to they'd have to do a drug test and they'd piss or get some piss and put it in like the five hour energy and duct tape it to their leg yeah and then take it out and put it in you do that except you have like uh food coloring I guess you wouldn't really even – you don't have to piss in the five-hour energy. It could just be water. But food coloring and water, and then you just pour that in the toilet. Yeah, I was just – that just made me think of how – like imagine you have to do a piss test and you just like – you just dye your piss like purple also in the piss test. What do you think they would do? I feel like I would want to – at that point, just you, you got to dye it red. You just got to dye bright it red. red. Somehow take something internally that can just make your piss be bright red. But then – you could also like just turn in an absolute Oscar performance and just start acting like you have no idea why your piss is red and start freaking out. Breaking out out on them. Because, yeah. Uh huh. Like you collapse, start seizing. They're like, Matt, this is. That maybe be too far. Yeah. Then they're just like, well, we're just going to test your hair instead. And then it just does that. Whoa. Enthusiasm. Bump, bump, bump. Yeah. 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 You're like, oh, shit. I never got a hair test. Did you ever have to? Did you ever get that? I never got a hair test, drug test, but I used to, a couple times I had to do the drug test, piss test. Uh, Those sucked. Yeah. You'd have to go to like the LabCorp headquarters or whatever. Jesus. Not headquarters, but like LabCorp station. I think I had to do it at Columbus. Doesn't some dude look over your shoulder while you piss too? Oh yeah. Yep. They oh keep the door God. open. They watch you piss. How hard oh, is yeah. it to piss? I wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't be able to pee. I'd be like, I, I'm sorry. I literally can't go when someone's watching me. Yeah, I, I kind of just try to go to a Zen place. Um, I can barely pee at the airport. Flow. How are you? How are you supposed to? There's a dude whose job. Also, <laughs> what 
what do you think that job posting's like? <laughs> like oh. now hiring fully aged man to watch other men pee. <laughs> who who answers that? <laughs> at least at least eight years of piss watching experience yeah, needed. Yeah. Yeah, exper- yeah, experience not needed, but it's helpful. <laughs> I mean, must be able to identify the difference between a fake penis and a real penis. Yeah. Who's answering that job posting? Who's like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, penis what is that experts? interview like? They're like, so um, how long have you been staring at penises for? You're like, ah, well, um, at least 15 years. And it like, started when I was a young boy. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, you said you're 25. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Dude, this just makes you go back and think about how many just terrible, terrible jobs there are in the world. Jesus Christ. Yes. Yes. It's literally some dude's job to stand there all day and watch dudes piss to make sure that they're not, and then has to confront them if he catches them like taking more piss out of their pocket to dump in the piss cup. Do you know how many of those guys have probably tried to confront like a drugged up pisser oh my God. and the dude's just thrown a cup of piss on them? Oh yeah. It's just super confrontational. Oh my God, dude. Those guys have probably gotten covered in piss at least like once every two weeks. Someone throws piss at them. Yeah. Oh, man, I what a man, I terrible, terrible oh job! Oh my god, <laughs> that would be just having to deal with those people. Yeah, and then you go, you have to deal with them. Just the confrontation of dealing with those people, right. and the next thing you know, you have a cup of piss thrown in your face. Right, and then like you have to go home at night, and your girlfriend's like, "How was work, honey?" And you're like, "Well, is there anything in the washing got machine?" Another- <laughs> Got another cup full of, cup face of or face cup of piss. Yeah, she comes in to like give you a kiss when you get home and you're like, Not today, honey. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Not today. I smell like a spare. Somebody threw piss in your face again? Yeah. Yep. I always thought it's been the tenth time. I always thought it was funny. Like just the level that dudes who smoked a bunch would go through when they had like a hair test. Like the guys that would shave their entire oh, yeah. head because they're like, Now I can't get hair tested, man. And I just remember Isn't being that also like, just like a guilty verdict? That's just like, okay, so we got you. <laughs> right. Like, this, Absolutely. You, you told us where the body was. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. yeah, that's like, um, you know, they found a body in your house. And before they could do the rest of the investigation, you burn your house down. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, you're yeah. Like, yeah, it, yeah, I wasn't guilty, man. The house is burnt down, dude. I just, I just remember being like, how... Like, isn't that a wake-up call to you as the dude smoking weed that you're smoking too much weed? Because, first of all, you're being drug-tested for it. And then instead of just not smoking weed for a little while, you shaved your fucking head like a prisoner of war? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Is it, how is that not like... you're? How are you not looking yourself in the mirror as you're shaving your head... And being like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Yeah, I think it's safe to say at that point you have a drug problem. Right. I I think that's when you put on the crown, you know, on top of your shaved head. Right. uh, Put on the crown of that you're you're a drug addict. You might as well, like, shave your entire body at that point. Eyebrows, chest, like, everything. Just grease yourself up and just go, like, fight 
congressman like just try to run into <laughs> just go try to run in the capitol building greased up one day and try to because i mean like it, that to me is just as absurd as just do just shaving your head to pass a weed test i don't know it seems like hey buddy come on figure it out it maybe seems a little bit a, a little bit crazier to put our <laughs> congressional members through a human <laughs> greased up pig I think it's county fair competition. But I mean, who am I to say? Who am I? Um, I mean, it's a little more entertaining. I, I don't want to judge. You know, it's just a different world that I I don't know as much of. Um, you know, maybe that's. You know what? I just I think we can end on is uh, if there was a guy whose job it was to watch you pee in a cup at an animal hospital, it would probably be like a hawk. Because they have really good vision. Oh, yes. So they would be like, you'd think you were safe. You know, it doesn't look like there's anyone around. But then like down the door, the bathroom's open. And like three offices over, there's just a hawk. <laughs> <laughs> like 35 feet away, there's just a hawk looking at you. And you just, you go to take a five-hour energy bottle off of your leg. And you just go, Aah! And then it swoops down and just takes the five R energy. <laughs> just grabs it and swoops away up. from you. Yeah, yeah. You have to pee. That's a better idea. You have to pee in a room where there's no ceiling, and you're just like, "This is kind of weird, but maybe it's yeah. supposed to help me." Yeah. And there's just you look up and there's just the sun and there's just a little black dot and you're like, "Is that thing moving?" You can't really tell. You go to take the, the pee bottle out of your out of your pocket and all of a sudden, <laughs> just swoops down and grabs it and you're like, "Fuck! I knew I shouldn't have come to the animal hospital for this." The fucking hawk got me again. Damn it. It wouldn't even be Dr. Hawk. I don't know. What would what would that individual be named? Uh, uh, Detective Squawk. <laughs> there we go. That's actually pretty good. Detective Squawk's on the case. All right. Um, that's going to do it for today's episode. If you guys want to follow me, you can follow me everywhere at Matt Likes to Laugh. Uh, you can send suggestions for topics you want us to cover by emailing hangingshavs at gmail.com. And uh, Mike, do you want the people to follow you anywhere? No, that's okay. They they don't need to follow me anywhere. They can just leave me alone. Okay. Well, uh, if you do happen to find any of Mike's social media accounts, uh, make sure to comment saying, Mike, I hope you win that Traeger grill because he's really been pulling for it. And I think, you know, one of these days I am going to get one of those Traeger grills and it's going to be, it's going to be a great day. It's going to be a momentous I might not moment. win it. You're just going to get one. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm just going to buy one from the store. Exactly. <laughs> well, as long as you post on Instagram, we could do a live podcast where we, we grill stuff in it and then we'll be good to go. That would be a good episode. All right. Thank we'll, you for we'll listening, grill, everyone. I'm sorry. We'll grill roadkill in it. I'm trying. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Mike's roadkill. Okay. Grill. Yes. Yes, that, there it is. That'll be my restaurant name. Beautiful. Better than Adolf's Barbershop. That is very true. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll talk to you next week.